penetrate through our human thinking, penetrate through our flesh and speak to our spirit. Lord, more power. Lord, increase the anointing. Lord, increase the enablement. Lord, you preach this through me. Allow me just to become your instrument. You preach this through me. Amen. I really started working out of verse 4 that, yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, but then it hit me that the 23rd Psalm is a journey that the way I can get the verse 4 is from verse 3. Hallelujah. He, he's talking about a type of faith that will carry you through your troubles. Yeah. And many of us make the mistake of thinking that you can just have that type of faith automatically. But, but no, the secret of having that type of yay though, even though faith in your life comes from your experience of God leading you, walking with you, showing you his character. See, yeah. we talk about his namesake or his glory. We're really talking about his character. Yeah. It's, it's the walk with the Lord, the daily walk, that you recognize he's faithful, that you begin to know how good he is, that you begin to understand that he would do exactly what he said he would do. It's relationship. It's, it's getting to know him. David, 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 David is trying to tell us that the closer you walk to God, it builds your faith so that when trouble comes, not if trouble comes, that when trouble comes, that your faith will be strong enough to withstand the attack that Satan's going to throw at you. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know I'm talking to somebody. See, see, many of us don't understand that your faith has to be attacked. That, that the, the greatest thing you got that God has given you is your faith. And faith is trusting God's character. Trusting that he is who he says he is. Trusting that God has already proven himself through what you've been through, what you've gone through, that though, though, though the trouble comes, you can stand in the midst of this pandemic. You can stand in the midst of medical sickness. You can stand in the midst of trouble all around you and say, yay though, yay though, yay though. Am I talking to somebody? Listen, this is a transitional. It is coming from experiencing the goodness of God, of tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. That means to experience him. This is not a group experience. This is a personal experience. This is beyond church fellowship. Hallelujah. I, I know you want to get back to church. I, I know, I know, I know we miss one another. But you should have enough faith in who he is that if we never come back to church, that God is enough to keep you. You ought to be able to encourage other people about what you know about him. Our God is that good.
good. Hallelujah. I miss you all too. But, 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 but you can't keep me. You can encourage me. And I've been through enough trouble. I've been through enough heartache. I've been through enough H-E-L-L that God has kept me that I know he can keep us through this. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's a testimony of what you know about him. His, he has shown you his, his glory translate character. And in finding out that he is everything that he says he is, it enables you that when he don't say anything, when he's not moving anything, when you go from bad to worse, that God has already done enough in your life that you still can say, yay though I go through this trouble. Yay though my heart is broken. Yay though I'm going through financial difficulty. Yay though I got a bad report. I'm still waiting on him. I'm still trusting in him. I'm still lifting up holy hands saying, hallelujah anyhow. And I'm going to wait right here till my change come. Have you grown in your faith that you, that you know that? Have you gotten to the place that you know that God is just that type of God? Listen, 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 listen. If we're talking about sheep, the sheep, he has taken the sheep through a dangerous trail. A trail where it is so dangerous that, that the light is not shining. Where the sun is not there. It's dark. They're scared. But they have such a relationship with their shepherd. Not knowing where he has taken them, they believe that he still has good intentions towards them. They trust his love for them. They don't understand what he's doing. They don't understand where they're going. All they know is that he's their shepherd. And he has already proven himself to them. So he's taking them in a place that they don't want to go. A place where they don't want to be. But he's taking them through to the other side. They don't even know what the other side is. All they know is that their shepherd has already proven his goodness, his faithfulness, his love towards them. So they're willing to follow him because he's been that good. I want to talk to somebody. Have God already proven himself? Has God already showed up in the past? Have God already showed out in your life? Do you know without a shadow of a doubt that he loves you? Do you know that Christ died for you and that he loves you? And when you look back over your life, you recognize you're not where you are by yourself, but it's been Christ all the time. It's been the blood of Jesus that kept you, that you would be out of your mind if God had not showed up. Hallelujah. Somebody just shouted out, undeserved. I know you're right about it. You didn't work for it. You didn't earn it. That he got his name on you. He has proven to you that you are his. 
He has helped you. He has rocked you to sleep. He kept you in your right mind when you thought you were losing it. He's just been that good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, 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 listen to, to this. When God makes a promise, it's a decree. It's a decoration. He proclaims it before you see it. Oh, uh, somebody need to hear me. You know what I have learned in my experience? That God will show me a vision. He will speak a word to me. Or the word will pop out to me. And I know I need to hold on to it before the trouble hits. Ah, uh, uh, when God shows you something, when he tells you something, there's a reason why he shows it to you. Because he said, I'm going to give you what you need to keep you through what you're going to go through. You're ready to go through the valley of the shadow of death. But what I have already said to you, what I have already showed you, should be enough if you keep your eyes on me. It should be enough to hold you. I know in the title I, I had another verse that, that said, that said and, and, and that wasn't the title, but what it was was really the heart of this message. And it says, don't look at your troubles. Did you hear that? Don't look at the trouble all right, I know it's speaking to you. I, I, I know it got you all messed up. But quit looking at your troubles. But keep beholding. Beholding means that you keep looking at it. You don't look to the right. You don't look to the left. You just keep looking at that word. You keep looking at that vision. You keep looking at that promise. You keep looking at Jesus, who is the promise giver. And if you keep on looking at him, he has already given you everything you need to take you through the test. Hallelujah. Can, 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 I, can, I, can I share with you? Your faith is on trial. Let me, let me change that. It's really not your faith. It's your faith in the character of God. It's, it's, it's really about God being who he is, which is his glory, because his glory is based on his character. So, so the question that really came up with Satan and Job was, Job, you know, Satan came with the angels, and he said, really, Satan, let me paraphrase. I've been tearing your folks up. I've been down on earth roaming and, and messing them up. And I have moved them off of trusting you. And, and it wasn't Satan who brought up Job. It was God who brought up Job. He said, have you considered my servant Job, who hates evil, who loves righteousness, who, who, who got a confidence in me? Listen, listen, can, can God trust you? Because God trusts you when you trust him. He basically threw Job under the bus so that Job's faith 
could give glory to God because he trusted God's character. It was his experience with God. He'd been through something. He said, yeah, I I know him. I I don't understand what's happening to me. I don't understand why all these things are happening. I don't know why fire came from the sky as though it's coming from God. I don't understand why he's allowed me to go through this. Even his friends said, you must be a sinner. You ain't all that, Job, because this don't happen to good people. And Job said, I know the way that I take. I know my own heart. Then, then at one point he said, he said, naked I came into the world. Naked I shall die. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Though he slay me, yet will I praise him. Listen, Job said, I know him enough to know that he's good to me. If he gave me all the good stuff, should I turn against him now that bad is happening? No, I remember. I remember. We many times approach God like he's our genie in a bottle. (laughs) That is not what this period of life is about. This period of life is getting to know him, him sharing himself with us to the place that we become rock solid on knowing who he is. Psalms 103 says this. It says, it says, it says, verse 14. He made known his ways to Moses. He, He made known his heart. To Moses. But the children of, of Israel, the children of Israel knew his acts. What's the difference? Many see what he does, but they don't take a knowledge that is his goodness. They never get to know his heart. You may see what a person does, but you equate what they do from the outward without knowing their heart. There's some people who do good, but they're doing it for the wrong reasons. There's other people that do good, and you think they're doing it for another reason. When somebody knows your heart, and somebody says something about you that's not your character, they would say, no, uh-uh, not her, not, not him. I, I know them. I, I know their heart. I, I, I know how they, but when a person don't know your heart, they will equate anything and everything to you. They will believe rumors about you. They will equate badness towards you, and it's not even your heart intent. If we do that with one another, how much more do we do that with God? When it doesn't look like he's, he's, he's there, when it doesn't look like He's, he's making a way out of nowhere. When God doesn't show up when you want him to show up, what, what is your heart towards him? Yeah. You know what I love about God? He knows our heart and still loves us. Yes, sir. He sees us at our worst and we still covered by the blood. Yes, <laughs> he sees us as though we are Christ Jesus Because you're covered by the blood. Say that with me. I'm covered by the blood. Even at my worst, I'm covered by the blood. 
when I let it go and I fall down, I'm covered by the blood. That's why you ought to thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. Exodus 34, 5 and 6. Here, Moses is up on the mountain. He has brought, some say, 2 million Israelites out of Egypt. And he has come to the end of himself. Hallelujah. He realized that of his own strength, of his own wisdom, of his own leadership ability, he can't do it. Can, can I be honest with you? The, blessed, the most blessed place to be is when you know you can't. When, when, you, when you have come to the end of your wisdom, of your strength, of your ability, and you're at a place of vulnerability and, and total dependency on him, that's when the power of God comes up in your weakness. I know it don't feel good. I know it don't feel right. But it's just the opposite of the way the world taught us. God said, I never told you you do it on your own. I never told you that you have the wisdom or strength. I, I want you to lean and depend on me and allow my strength to come through you. Moses, Moses is there. And he has asked the Lord, let me see your glory. Yeah, yeah. I need to see more of you, Lord. And, and know what's so awesome? I said and the Lord came down in a cloud, stood there with him, and he proclaimed his name. He proclaimed who he is, and he started to say, I'm a God full of compassion. Let me explain this, this Hebrew word. He says, I am the Lord, the Lord God, the compassionate, gracious God. It is a word that, that means it, he is so into us that, he's, that we're in his womb. It's, it's the picture of a mother is pregnant and she, the, the baby is inside of her and that baby is totally dependent on her life for, for their life and, and, and they are wrapped up, tangled up, messed up in their mother well, have not been born yet. So everything that the baby needs is coming from the uh, atmosphere and the umbilical core that is attached to the, the mother. Guess what? You attached to the Lord. You, you, are, you are covered by him. You are in his womb. And he's the source, not the resource. He's the source of your everything. And he is the one that provides the resource because he's your source. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's something to shout about. You ought to be shouting right now. You ought to be saying, thank you, Lord. But let me, let me read on. Let me read on. Let me read on. Habakkuk has a complaint against God. He has a complaint, and he, he's telling God, Lord, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't understand why you're doing. I don't know what you're up to. All I know is I don't like it. The news went from bad to worse. First of all, I don't understand why you're allowing all the wickedness that is taking place in Israel. And you're standing back and you ain't doing nothing. That's chapter one. Chapter two is God tells him, I'm going to send the Chandians, a people worse than my people, to chastise my people. And, and, and then he really then gets an attitude. He really said, I don't understand. 
Well, why are you going to take those people and I know their reputation and they're worse than your people and we're supposed to be your people. Aren't you the righteous God? Ain't you the good God? Lord, I'm in doubt of your character. Have you ever been there? Because things didn't happen the way you thought it ought to happen. Because he did not give you an explanation of what he's doing. Because he was walking you through your, the shadow of the valley of death. Listen, it's not the valley of death. It's the shadow. It's just the shadow. Uh, we, we ain't going to get into that too deep today. That, that's for another time, okay? So, so, so watch this. So, so watch this. He, he, said, he says, but... God did one thing, and, he, and God begins to explain, but then he said, he said, he said, I'm sitting, the Lord is sitting on his throne, but the whole earth be silent. Rebecca started saying, I'm trembling. My, my lips are, are, are quivering. He said, I feel the rottenness. I feel, I understand how little I am in his presence. I underestimated how awesome he is. I underestimated his wisdom. I equated to him too little glory. I put him on my level. And I see that he's beyond my imagination. He's beyond my comprehension. I, I see in times of... of of trouble, God shows up to Isaiah, and Isaiah then sees himself. Rebecca here sees himself. Moses bows and, and can't even look at him. And, 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 and how can I say this? Many times God don't have to give you an answer. All you have to do is give you a glimpse of the backside of his shadow, and that will blow your mind. We don't understand. We really don't comprehend how awesome, how compassionate, how loving. I remember one time complaining, and I, was, I didn't understand what God was doing. And I remember the Spirit of the Lord said to me, you are looking at one piece of a million-part puzzle, and you think you know. Shut me up, shut me down. I started to repent because I began to realize how little I am compared to him, but yet he loves me, but yet he loves you, but yet he cares, and that he has a plan, he, he has an intent with your name on it. Listen, 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 listen to, 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 to he says. He says, he says, I, I begin to tremble. He said, I, I, I will wait quietly. <laughs> listen, for the day of trouble. Because he said, after the day of trouble, I know God's going to come get me. I know God's going to make a way out of the next one. In verse, I think it's verse, move up. This, in verse 17, is a hymn, it's a poem, it's a song. He started singing to God. He, been, he breaks out in Hebrew singing. 
He says, though the fig tree does not blossom, though there is no fruit on the vine, though the product of the olive fell and the field yells no food, though the flock is cut off and there is no fall and there are no cattle in the stall, yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will exalt the victorious God of my salvation. You know what he's saying? I got yay, no faith. He has shown me enough now that it really doesn't matter. I know he's good. I know he got me. I know he's fighting my battle. I know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper because he has given me enough. Hallelujah. He said, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my personal bravery. He's my invincible army. He makes my feet like hind feet. That's deer feet that I can climb up on the mountain and not fall. He will make me walk and not stand still and tear, but to walk. He said he's my spiritual progress upon my high place in the time of trouble and suffering. He's God all by himself. I'm his responsibility. He covers me. He got his name on me. God will make a way somehow. Do you say that when you feel like crying? Listen, don't wait on your feelings. You command your feelings. Hallelujah. Hey, 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 have you ever woke up one day and then feel like getting up or you woke up on the side, on the wrong side of the bed, but you started praising him? And when you started praising him, you know what happened? He took over. Joy took over. Hallelujah. Listen, walk in your faith. Even your trouble is teaching you. Your storms is stretching your faith. God is building your character to match his character in the storm. When God shows up, your faith grows stronger. When God shows up, he'll show you it was nobody but him. God will wait until the only one that can heal you, the only one that can help you, the only one that can get you out is him. Then when he comes in, he got our full attention. But when God begins to lift you, even yeah. folks that laughed at you will begin to praise God because he'll do it in such a way that even your enemies will have to say, there must be a God. There got to be a God somewhere that God wants to bring us to the place that we got yay though faith. That God would say, look at my daughter. Look at my son. Say you threw your worst at them. And they still trust me. They still praise me. They still saying hallelujah. They still singing praises to my name. Look at them praising me. I haven't said a word, but look at them down there. They know who I am. They know I'm faithful. They know I'm good. They know I love them. They know, they know, they know, they know, they know. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 3, 16 and 18 tells us how when we behold him that it takes another dimension. He said, but whenever a person 
Turn in repentance to the Lord. Hallelujah. That supernatural veil that Satan has over their eyes is stripped away. Hallelujah. See, you don't see Jesus in the natural. You see him in the supernatural. God works in your spirit. Hallelujah. His word, his word speaks to your spirit. Hallelujah. He speaks to you in your spirit. He'll give you a vision in your spirit. In the natural, you don't know how it's going to happen. But our God is God. And he said that when he speaks his word, that his word will go forth to accomplish all that he has spoken. The devil can't stop it. Your enemies can't stop it. This world can't stop it. When God speaks, it will come to pass. I don't know when, but I know my God is faithful. Hallelujah. He says, continue to be whole in the word and in his vision. And a mirror of the character of the glory of the Lord. Constantly behold. Keep looking at Jesus. Keep on worshiping him. Keep on lifting him up. Don't take your eyes off of him. Don't look at your trouble. Look at your dream vision maker. He's a keeper. He's a way maker. He's the one that gave you the vision. He's the one that told you it's going to be okay. And even if it gets worse, keep on looking at it. And the Bible says if you keep on looking at it, that the view gets clear. You see more of him. You see how glorious he is. You see how awesome he is. And the more you see him, the more you want him. And the more you see, the more you are being transformed like him. Listen, you won't see it, but other people will see it. They will see his hands on you. They will see his anointing on you. They will sense the power of God on you. It's not for you to see. It's for you to be as you keep on looking at him from one level of glory to the next level of glory to the next level of glory in Christ Jesus. Don't look at your trouble. Keep your eyes and behold the promiser. His name is Jesus. Oh, his name is Jesus. Behold him. That's how you have your yay, 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 don't say. Even don't say. It's him. It's all tied up, wrapped up, tangled up in him. Don't worry about nobody else. Let them talk. Let them talk about you. Let them say what's not going to happen. But if God says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Hallelujah. I'm looking at Jesus. He's the best thing that could ever happen to you. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. Oh, he's good. Not just sometimes. He's good all the time. I never would have made it. I never would have made it if it had not been for the Lord on my side. Hallelujah. Yeah. Do you know?
know him. What he has done for others, he will do for you. He loves you that much. Gave his life for you. God the Father gave his only begotten son for you. And he sacrificed Jesus so he wouldn't have to judge you. That's love. That's love. Yes, That's why you need to come to him. That's why you need to reach out your hand. He loves you, and he's right there where you are. Just cry and say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I give my life to you. Lord, I accept Jesus. I need him in my life. If you have been away from me, come back. His blood will forgive. His blood will make you okay. He died for the worst of us. So that he can accept us and make us the best. Oh, he loves you. Oh, you need him. That even in the storm, he comes through like the morning star. And it shines on you. Hallelujah. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Today. I say, Jesus, come into my life. Lord, heal me. Watch him. Watch him do what he said he's going to do. There's some numbers. The 400 number, if you call that, somebody will pray with you. Someone will show you how to accept Jesus. The church number of top, call that. The, the 271. If you want to register for a church service on the 18th, register. Love you. Praying for you. May, may all of his blessings, all of his glory fall on you. Father, even now. Father, even now. Hallelujah. Amen. Choir's going to come.